And isn't that crazy how you think you're the only one? Even sometimes I will forget that other people have also lost a parent. I'm like, I've got to be the only one. And then I'll connect with someone who also lost a family member or a parent and our behaviors are similar, like our patterns Mm -hmm. in terms of just decisions that made us go this way and that way. Hey there, friend. Welcome back to the Self Love Breakfast Club. My name is Crystal Rose. I am your host, and I'm so happy you're here today because we have another girlfriend chat for you. I have been getting such good feedback on these episodes, and I I figured, you know, we'd let Deb come back. We'd let her come back and we'd jam on some other topics. Deb, like people are saying that they they like our episodes so far. Oh, that's awesome. So, okay. I'm not kicked off yet. That's You're good. not kicked off yet. <laughs> because I just, I mean, at the end of the day, I just like talking to you. So that's going to suck if I get kicked <laughs> off and I'm not going to be able to have all this time with you anymore. So. I know, right? Like, this is how I get my social time and I like work. I'm like, hey, uh, if we do, if we work on a project together, we can hang out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. So today we are talking about, we're talking about transitioning out of a relationship. So essentially breakups, but not like, not like a full blown breakup conversation, but really just kind of feelings around it. And and Deb had another example of a friend because you have all these like, fr- I don't have any friends. I have like my <laughs> husband and that's it. <laughs> no, I, you guys are all my friends. I have a ton of friends on the internet, but none of, none of my like that I sit around and chat with on like a Friday night girlfriend type thing. So except for you. <laughs> So uh, tell me what you're telling me a little bit before so we can all everyone can hear the story and we can jam on that. Let's do it. Yeah. So my friend three years ago, she started opening up to me about just some things, her feelings towards her husband, soon to be ex-husband at this point. And she was really struggling because she was like, Deb, he's a nice guy. He's not do, he didn't do anything wrong. There's no cheating. There's no abusiveness. There's no yelling. There's no fighting, but, and then she was kind of like, that's just it. There's not even any fighting. Like we don't even talk really. Mm -hmm. And she was really struggling with it. There's many, I mean, there's many layers. There's many reasons for all of this, but she, at the end of the day, she, okay. So she wrote him a letter. Here's just an example. She wrote a letter to him. I read it and it was basically her saying, like, just pouring her feelings out, saying, This is how I'm feeling. I'm not feeling like myself. Can we talk about this? I don't know if this has something to do with you and I. We don't really talk anymore. It took him, I want to say, eight months to respond to that letter. Wow. Yeah. Like, it was something that it, it just, like, right, like, it didn't, like, he just didn't talk to her about it. So that's just, anyway, that was three years ago. And so, fast forward to now, I believe it was three years ago, anyway. She finally started the process of the separation and the divorce. Mm. But all along the way, she's been struggling and and they have children involved. And so my heart breaks for her. But all along the way, she's been struggling because there was a point where she, she told her family about it and her family, a, a religious background is, you know, against, Mm. you know, that type of thing, like divorce. I think, I think that was it in terms of that part. And then the other thing was her family was like, he's such a nice guy. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're not going to find a nice guy like him. And she would come to me and say, yeah, he is a nice guy. He's not a bad guy. He's not mean. And so she had such strong feelings of guilt throughout the whole thing and just all these yucky feelings around it. So it got me thinking, 
because in my marriage, and I didn't divulge into a lot of it in the last episode about relationships, but it was toxic. Both, mm-hmm. both of us playing a part, right? Myself and my ex-husband. Like I can't even put it all on him. Mm-hmm. But so that's why the split, it was an easy decision for me to split from my ex-husband because it was so like so many things were happening. But my right. friend, there aren't a ton of things. I mean, it's just dead kind of. She didn't use that word. That's just me using the word. Yeah. For her. But so she struggled with the whole, he's not doing anything wrong. So what am I doing? Like maybe he, maybe this is the best I'm going to do. Like she very much doubted herself. So it, it got me thinking, what do individuals do when they do feel like they want to get out of a relationship but there's nothing crazy, like explosive things happening. You know what I mean? Does that Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> here's the thing. One of the issues, not issue, but when, you're ali- when your soul's alignment is not like, if you aren't living in your soul's alignment, whether that be with work or relationship or, or whatever, right? If you aren't in alignment with like your true self, your inner self, then it's going to feel sticky and you're going to feel stuck because your head is telling you this isn't justifiable enough. There's not enough reason. Your brain is really going to just take you on a ride of all of the reasons why either you suck or why you shouldn't do this because this is clearly a safe situation, right? Like our brain wants to keep us safe. And so we're here and we're like, well, nothing really crazy is going on and and they're not cheating on me. They're not abusive. So like your brain's like, just stay here. Cause if you go out there, that's really scary. And our intuition is like, no, dude, this isn't right. This isn't for you. This isn't enough. And, and we so often settle for good rather than going for great and not just in relationships, but in jobs. And we're just like, well, it's, it's good. It's good. But inside, we have this like need, this desire for great. (laughs) We want to come home and be like, ah, this is amazing. And I'm so happy rather than like, oh, I have mediocre, lukewarm feelings for this person. I think we have this need and desire for things to be dramatic so we can justify it, right? Like we, it's like, it takes the actual decision out of our hands and puts it in like this box of, well, he cheated, it's over. You know, like give me a reason. And and I have been there where, you know, I'd wanted to break up with with a really horrible ex of mine. And it was like I needed him to just go so far. Like I needed some sort of evidence where it was like blatantly horrible. And then I felt like I was justified to leave. Yeah. 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 And that's what she would talk to me about. She's like, I'm looking, she would tell me I'm looking for something kind of like what you were saying. I'm looking for something, but there's, he's, he's nice. And he's my good friend. We've been together for a long time. And, you know, then she starts kicking herself because she starts feeling guilty. Cause I guess, (laughs) so she tells me, she's like, I'm the one who basically proposed to him. And Mm -hmm. I'm the one who basically like wanted to get married and he didn't know if he wanted to. So maybe I created this. So I mean, that's a whole nother rabbit hole that we could go down. But anyway, like I said, like I've never actually been in a situation to where I left a long-term serious relationship without having that justifiable reason where something, yeah. something, you know, crazy happened or, you know, cheating or lying or, you know, just being mean or manipulative or whatever. So I didn't know how to help her. And not that my, not that that's my role is to, you know, yeah. give her <laughs> counselor, you know, not, <laughs> and you know, she would just come to me to vent and that's what we, that's what girlfriends are for. That's what yeah. we're, here for. we're here to talk about things and talk things through. And 
bless her heart for wanting to come to me about it. And she knew I'd already been through a divorce. And so, and her and her and I are close anyway. So that's why she started like opening up to me and telling me about it, asking me how I dealt with it and asking me, you know, what did I do? And I could only, I could only give her bits and pieces of advice Mm -hmm. because it was totally not the same situation. Right. Like my situation was a, I got up and left the next day without telling him type thing. Right. I grabbed my stuff and left. And when I went back to get my stuff, I requested that he not be there type thing. And then for her, it's different. You know, she has kids. And so I mean, as humans, like the thing is, is that you and I can both experience the exact same thing. And we're going to, we're going to experience it differently. I could go on a roller coaster and have the best time. And you could be sitting right next to me on the roller coaster and get off and be like, that freaking sucked. I'm never going on again. I'm terrified and like throw up. We can do the exact same thing and have completely different experiences. Yeah, you're, you've been through something similar, not exactly the same, but even if you had, it's not like you can really speak to her experience because you're not in her body living her life. Like we all experience things in different ways and that's what makes it beautiful, right? Us all having those different experiences and we can always, we can always tell a friend, this is what I think you should do. And people do that, right? But as a friend... That's not your role. It's more of like holding space and like, yeah, if you want advice, I can offer you like what I think I would do, but that doesn't mean I would judge you if you didn't do that. Right. Right. Yeah. Even in my, in my coaching, there are times where I'm, you know, of course there are times that come up that I'm like, yeah, I would in, in a friend sort of situation, I would want to tell this person what I think they should do, but that's not my job. Right. My job is to help them figure it out what is an alignment for them and what feels good for them and their experience. Cause we, I can't speak to that. Yeah, no, totally. And for her, it got to, it even got to a point where she had to stop talking to a couple of her family members about it because Mm. they did the exact opposite of what you just said. They were saying, you know, like I said earlier, they're saying, why are you doing this? He's a great guy. Like, don't you know that basically shaming her in my opinion? Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know if that's, I mean, I think that's what she was feeling as well, but I think it's exactly like we, and I would tell her, I'm like, you don't, they don't know what you go through every day. They're not in your shoes and it doesn't have to be abusive. I think I told her that one day because I try not to give her advice. She does the same for me. We kind of have this mutual, like we just talk and ask each other questions and try Mm. to allow ourselves to figure it out. I probably give way more unsolicited advice. (laughs) she wants, but that's kind of, I don't know. So, so I would tell her like, it doesn't have to be crazy or abusive. It's just, if your sparkle is gone and that's how she described it, she's like this sparkly, bubbly, like cute little ball of fire. But over the years, like I saw it too, it was just kind of slowly getting snuffed out. Mm. And that's not to, you know, that's not to completely put it on the other person. And I think, and she agreed too, but she just was like, I'm just not, I just, it's not there. And yeah. I'm not, I'm not who I want to be. Right. And, so, and I believe everyone has the right to make any decision they want, but that's such a, that's so hard to do. So to, hard. To, to leave a situation to where you're like, well, there's no, when people ask why it's so hard to explain because it I think, yeah, it's like, it didn't work out. It just didn't work out, you know, and like, you don't owe anyone an explanation. I feel like we always feel like we have to justify 
our decision making and, and, right. you know, especially like, you know, if this guy wasn't like, didn't have a whole dramatic thing, but at the end of the day, you either grow together or you grow apart in a relationship. You're going to grow together. You're going to grow apart. Mm-hmm. It sounds like they just grew apart and it just stopped being what she needed. And obviously we need to do for ourselves before someone else can like add to us. But if you're with someone and you just don't, you you know, you're like, this isn't it. (laughs) Not that, oh, I need to go out there and find a new guy. No, but just more of like, I'm with this person and it just doesn't feel good anymore. Yeah. Then yeah, it's hard to walk away from something, especially when you have history and time, but there is no length of time that should ever trump your internal knowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And she was actually, we were texting each other a few weeks ago. I think it was a few weeks ago. And she was having, she was having second thoughts and, and they already got to the point to where, you know, it's not, nothing's like finalized, but they are living in separate houses mm. now and they're establishing a, schedule for their kids. And so things are kind of getting in place to where it's going to be, I guess. And she's starting to have second thoughts. And it took everything in me not to text her and be like, no, you're, Mm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, you're fine. You're doing the right thing. But then I felt weird saying that because I'm like, well, I'm not going to like, I don't know. I feel, I feel bad. I feel like I'm like, no, you, you know, leave him. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, because she would always say, I don't want you to have a preconceived notion of him. He's a good guy. And I'm like, I believe you. I'm not. Yeah, it's so hard. Like, it's so hard to not want to be like, no, but, you know, like to stop people from making a mistake. But at the end of the day, if it is a mistake, she's got to make it. If how many how many times did, did I go back to whoever? knowing full well, like it probably wasn't going to work, but like, what if it did? And you know, what if it does? And like, what if it was just the timing was wrong before, or like, I wasn't fully in it. And maybe this time I will be, or convincing yourself that you made a mistake and then you need to go and like bang your head up against that wall one more time, just to like, see my sister, God, I love her so much. And she has been through it with her ex-husband, just like through it. And every time she went back to him, I just would sit there. I would just be like, look, (laughs) I love you. She has this MO of like keeping it from me, right? Like, and I always know, (laughs) like I always know because she calls me like every single day. And because we we talk every single day. And then when like that kind of diminishes, I'm like, something's up. What's going on? You know, without fail in the past, it would be because he was back in the picture. And she was ashamed, you know, like she didn't want to like tell me and didn't know how to tell me. And this is her words, right? I'm being stupid again. Like, yeah. like yeah. she felt like she was like, I don't want to tell her. And I just always tried to just be like, listen, I understand. I understand that you feel like you need to go back to this again for whatever reason. And we know I do not like him because of the things that he has done. I don't. (laughs) And he doesn't like me because I don't like him. (laughs) You know, like I have his number down and, and he doesn't like me. And I just, but I would tell her, I would just be like, listen, I will love and support you. And if that means I have to play ball and he's around, like I will, but I just want you to be happy. And if you really feel like this is what it will be the thing that make you happy or like, you know, you want to try it again in this way, like, sure, Mm -hmm. sure. I get it. 
it took me a while to get there because in the beginning, like the first hundred times that she like, they broke up, it was, oh my God, no, stop, stop going back to him. Like, what are you doing? You know? And she has kids. So I think it finally, finally sunk in that she's got these two beautiful children who deserve to see her happy. They deserve to see her as her best self. And if she's alone, they need to see her happy alone. And then if she's going to be with someone, it needs to be with someone who is going to show them what it's like to truly love someone and to give and receive love. They deserve that, right? We all deserve that, but children deserve to see their parents happy. And if they're not witnessing that, like kids, kids are so freaking smart, dude. Like they know, and they know when their parents are mad at each other and they know when there's like a fight or coldness or like just something going on. Like they always, always know. And to show them that that's okay. It's okay to just like live in a house with someone and freeze each other out or to fight all the time or whatever. Like that puts a little hurt in their body that they'll carry until their adulthood. And then they'll start doing some of the same shit, you know? Yeah. Right. Exactly. I, I didn't grow up in a divorced household. In one of my episodes, I think I, I shared that my mom died when I was younger, but yeah. I I have friends who have gone through that. And yeah, I have friends who are like, yep, watched my parents fight. I knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, testimony to all that. And in terms of like, then I, you know, then I had my own issues. I mean, I mean, we all have issues. So there's that. But, <laughs> but yeah, no, I absolutely believe that 100%. And I think that's what my friend who's going through this you know, and that's the other thing. She's like, we don't fight, but I'm not my best self. And I don't want my kids to see me not like my best self. Yeah. Like she said, she'll, you know, be crying in her room when her husband's not there or working and her kid will walk in or hear her and knock and say what's wrong. And they just know. And then she's like, yeah, he told me like, mommy, I'm, it's okay. Everything's going to be okay. No. Little, like he's a little. Yeah. And so they, so I completely agree. They know. And just yeah, and that, that sets up the kid to like take care of their mother. And that's, that's another, that's actually an episode I'm, I'm going to be doing. If you guys have listened to the father wound, I'm going to be doing one on the mother wound and whoo, it's going to trigger a lot of you <laughs> and I'm laughing, but <laughs> yeah, you know, our parents, they plant little seeds in us, you know, that, that we operate from. There's so many things that we do in that in that realm. That's why it's like it's a collective thing. I, I was talking to a girl the other day that listened to the father wound one and she was like, Oh my God, <laughs> everything you're saying was like dead on. And I said, Yeah, it's interesting how it feels so unique to us, like our behaviors and like our coping mechanisms and whatnot and like who we are. We feel like it's like super unique to us. But at the end of the day, there's like a collective group of people that if you if you have experienced this, you most likely will behave like this. Yeah. Isn't that crazy how you think you're the only one? Mm. Even sometimes I will forget that other people have also lost a parent. And my behavior thereafter and the things that I was dealing with thereafter, I'm like, I've got to be the only one. And then I'll connect with someone who also lost a family member or a parent and our behaviors are similar, like our patterns Mm -hmm. in terms of just decisions that made us go this way and that way. And then, and so it'll just remind me. So I think it's important to not to go too off topic, but to just kind of find those people who have been through that same thing. So yeah. And, and also appreciate the people who haven't. 
we all have different experiences. I can be having a friend who lost a parent and then, but also being, I have a few parents, <laughs> steps and whatnot, but feeling like sad that I don't have the kind of relationship that I wish I did. Sometimes when we've been through something like traumatic and I see this happening all over social media and it drives me nuts, we just like try to one up each other with our trauma. <laughs> oh my God, you're so right. You know, it's like, well, at least you didn't have to go through da, 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 da. And it's like, bro, I can give you like a laundry list of trauma that I have like personally been through and overcome. And it's like super fucked up. And I'm sure that I could like beat a lot of people <laughs> if we had to put this into a contest. But it's like, why do we feel like this need to one up each other with it? You get to have your experience and it can be really, really sad and really, really painful. And I get to have my experience that can be really, really sad and really, really painful. And it doesn't have to be, oh, we relate on that. It can just be, we're two different people with two different sets of experiences. And that is beautiful. Yeah. But back to the subject of the, (laughs) of the divorce. With girl talks, we just go, I think we said it in the being enough episode. We go girls, we go off into a spider web here, 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 but we bring it back in the middle. Yeah. But I think it's all real. I mean, it's all relevant to this podcast. You know, it's all, it all boils back down to like self-love and knowing yourself and having compassion for yourself and then also other people. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, well, and then, so the whole thing about, you know, me sharing this story was that, you know, without telling her like, yep, you're doing the right thing, do it, you know, like, Mm. of course, she's going to make her own decision. But I do see that she is slowly, even though she's still going through the process, and it's still yucky, she is slowly getting herself back in terms of, okay, like I like, and she's very self aware, she's very smart, she's very, she has love for herself. It's very evident. And just the way, you know, she talks, she's very positive. But I did see her, you know, I call it her sparkle kind of be down here for a while a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And now that she's made the decision and God, it's been a, I've seen, I saw her go through it. It's been a process of just a having the talk with him, mm-hmm. B, going to counseling together and separately, and then finally telling her family and then just getting shit from her family about, well, he's a nice guy. What are you doing? All of that to say who right now today, she still has her ups and downs. I'll check in with her every once in a while, but she is slowly getting herself back and getting her sparkle back. And I think yeah. it's because she has given herself permission to be in that space and given herself permission to be like, no, this is okay. It's just not working out the way I want it to be. And people are mad at me and that's mm. okay too. And I'm sure people hate me. You know, she's made comments like people on his side of the family, like don't talk to her anymore, even it breaks my heart. It really does. So it's, yeah, it's such a hard, hard situation. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, how do I'm not, so I'm just in my head, I'm like, how do people leave a situation like that? And it, you know, if it's just not working out and there's people involved, there's kids involved, you've been married for a long time and just like the shame of a divorce. And I say yeah. shame quote, because that's just the general in general like the general general I mean some people never do leave right you know some people just suffer because it's the the pain we basically suffer in order to avoid pain and so the pain of what will people think oh no the kids I don't want to hurt him all of this pain that it's deep and intense pain instead of feeling that instead of making those steps towards we know it's going to suck right instead we're like well I'm already here I can keep doing this, I guess, you know, and it's really for yourself. And most people will fillet themselves, (laughs) you know, in order to avoid 
the pain of, of something new and unknown and that uncertainty. Right. And so it's like that comfort of this is safe. I can stay here. I've seen it. Like I, I see people that I, I love and that I'm close to and that I'm friends with and that I'm acquaintances with just stay in a situation that they know, they know, and there is not a damn thing I can say to them that they don't already know. And I think that's really the important part is, is listening to yourself and your internal knowing and your intuition, because that is always the truth. Even if it's telling you to do something that sucks, like, and that's going to hurt because going out and soliciting advice from people, it doesn't matter. It's, it's not the truth, right? It's just a collection of other people's opinions that are not living in your, in your life. Oh my God. I love that. And so then it's at the end of like, that's what, I don't even make pros and cons lists anymore because it's like, you cannot pro or con your intuition. If right. your internal self is like, we want out, <laughs> this isn't it. Right. Yeah. Then that's it. There's no like, well, you know, there's no like pro and cons list. It's going to gnaw at you mm-hmm. until yeah. you make a move. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I even struggled with leaving my my marriage. And there was, like I said, way more, I guess, in quotation, justification. And I struggled with what are people going to think? I don't want to even know what his emotional response is going to be. And I don't even want to know what his family is going to think or my family. And there was justification for me to leave. And so I can't imagine when people are in the situation to where they can't find that worldly justification of, oh, it's not working out because X, Y, and Z happened. Yeah. I mean, it's not like a Britney Spears wedding, right? It's not like you got married and then 20 something hours later, like, oh, I was stupid. (laughs) (laughs) You know, know, you've lived a long time in this space and it's not right for you anymore. And like, that doesn't mean it wasn't right before. Right. Because maybe it was, you know, it doesn't mean you made a mistake. It's just that like, that is part of life. There's ups and downs in our experiences and things are not supposed to go the way that we plan. That is a joke. Like the fact that we really think that we're like here at point A and then this happens and then that's going to happen. And I'm going to go here and I'm going to do this and blah, blah, blah. And then that is a freaking joke. And most people believe in this joke and then get so torn up when like a monkey wrench gets throw, thrown in. But that is the whole point of it. We yeah. have to have the contrast. We have to have the good, the bad, the ugly in order yeah. to like truly live in the depth of our emotion, the high highs and the low lows. We cannot, you don't, you wouldn't even know what happy was if you were happy all the time. Oh yeah. No, you need the darkness of that shadow to appreciate the light. Yeah. And it sucks here. And like, you don't want to hear it when you're in the throng, like in the depths of it, right? You're like, like the, everything happens for a reason. It's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, but at the end of the day, this is a growth, you know, this is a growth edge. This is an opportunity for growth. Every time we are faced with pain, that's an opportunity for growth because then we get to lean more into who we truly are and what we need and what we want and what we desire and move yeah. towards it, even yeah. if it hurts. Because on the other side is that joy. Yeah. That's when you learn so much about yourself. Mm. 
so yes. much about yourself and you have to go through that. Like, I don't think my marriage was a mistake. Like, I don't think, I mean, I look back and I'm, you know, don't get me wrong. I've had my conversations with myself <laughs> and, my, and my therapist when I used to go to therapy about maybe mm. I should have never done that. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. I could have avoided this. I could have avoided this and all the events that led to it. Mm. But then sitting here today, I'm like, no, I would not be, I literally would not be who I am today if I didn't, let's all go all the way back to when I got married. Yeah. Right? 22. Like I yeah. would not be the person I am today. And what, and you know what, sometimes I go through the whole, what if I didn't leave him? What if I were still with him? But I also think it would have happened eventually. Mm. I also think it would have at some point happened and I still would have been here just maybe at a different point. Yeah. In my life. Like maybe a few years down the road, it just would have taken longer for me to get where I am today. Exactly. And so it takes, it takes courage to go through shit. It and does it to make those to make those yucky decisions. And that's, you know, that's what my friend is going through right now. And just the whole, if, you know, when people are giving you bad feedback along the way, yeah. that yeah. sucks because that's your support system as well. And if they don't understand, which they don't have to, I guess at the end of the day, no one has to understand it's you that's going through it. It sucks. Yeah. 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 Not having us, not having the support of, you know, just someone just being like, dude, you're good. I'll yeah. be that person for you. If any of you guys yeah. are going through some shit, like what we're talking about, you want to slide up in my DMs yeah. at Excel Rose on Instagram. I will be like, I got you. You're there good. You, go. you are, you. you are so good. Yeah. <laughs> on that note, I think we are, we are done for today. If you guys like this episode, please share with a friend, please put it in your stories, or even just like I said, reach out to me or Deb on Instagram and let us know what you think. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks, Deb. And we'll see you guys again soon. If this episode hit with you, please go out there and share it. Share it in your Instagram stories. Send it to a friend who might need it. Or even just drop in my DMs on Instagram at Rose And let me know what you think. I love hearing from you guys. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.